Episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Han Shot First Givenisi, and today we're talking about video gear. Gear for making great videos. Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. What's up, man? Sup, sup, sup. Oh shit. <laughs> way too much energy. Got a lot of street cred on that one. Just there you go. Just letting you know. All right. We gotta keep we're keeping that. All right, good. What else you got for me? <laughs> How's um, business? Good. Yeah, when we got on Skype mm-hmm. this morning for yeah. our brief unrecorded or recorded. Six, hour, six hours ago? <laughs> yeah, when we started, we're like, we're going to jump right into this one quick two and a half hour conversation yep. <laughs> about and, random and things. And then we'll jump into it. <laughs> right, exactly. Let's not do our actual work. Yeah. Um, but you gave me a really good idea on courses. That I will yeah. not say, but it, but I probably you're, will you're, not sleep tonight. You're gonna like enumerate on it, like rum, rumor, ruminate, yeah. ruminate on it. Yeah, that's mm. the word. That's cool. like a yeah jazzercise type. Yeah. yeah, all I'm thinking about for the next uh, rest of the year is product development mm. on SwimU. That's all I am focused on. That's hot for this episode. However, right now, yeah. I'm focused on our sponsor. Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners in the members only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Uh, Getting loopy. It's the end of the day. Uh, We are talking about video gear today. Mm. Now, I will admit, before I go any further with this, uh, I... I do video. People have complimented me on my video work. I am not a super video gear nerd, and I'm kind of that on purpose. It's it's, it's I kind of refreshing totally... because I feel like for the 99% of cases when people yeah. buy the super expensive stuff, it is like not even remotely needed. It isn't. And I'm and I kind of live in this world of you can get you can create amazing awesome viral whatever whatever video course videos with an iphone mm. well that with like maybe maybe a hundred dollar add-on microphone add-on maybe i think uh video gear is uh it's a good affiliate marketing racket so i mean 
kudos to people who are into it. And I, I wish I and I'm I am a gear nerd when it comes to like homebrewing. This and is other why things. you need to have show notes, dude. I know. Like you know, everyone who does this topic earns know. A, probably a stupid amount of money if they're of any value, like yeah. height. But um, except good old man I'm here. Not won't even accept your dollars if you offer them. Nope. He will not even give no. you a way to to compensate him. And here's the here's the hilarious thing. The first thing on my list of video gear that I recommend mm-hmm. is a book. So, I'm not making <laughs> shit off that anyway. Um I all right, so I'm going to give you kind of the overview of what I use. I mm. use a DSLR camera. Wait, to what about the my- book? Hold on. Oh yeah. Because this is this is this kind of leads into the book, right? So like I use a DSLR um I use a Canon 70D camera to record all of my videos and I recommend and if you're going to use a DSLR, what I highly recommend that you do if you want good looking videos. What is a DSLR? I don't know what it stands for, but basically it's a it's a camera. It's like a, a you know a uh like a camera. Like you, I, I know what a camera is. You can take pictures with it, but it also <laughs> takes videos. And the reason why they became more popular, because they're inexpensive, and you can change out the lenses. So mm. actual film cameras, like, you know, for movies, the, the one ability they had is the, the ability to change lenses for different things, right? And most of the, most of the quality comes from the lens itself, right? So... Back in the day, all we had for video was single, like these, you know, those handheld camcorders, which had fixed lenses on them. And you really had, you were kind of at the mercy of like whatever the camera developer sold you. When DSLRs came out, when SLRs, which are the original version, they're not digital, they're just SLRs. Then they came out with digital SLRs, which allowed you to not use film anymore. You could use, you know, you could just take pictures to a, uh, a card, a flash drive. And or an SD card, and then they were able to start making video. They, they were able to record video, oh. and what made it what made that so great is that you could change the lenses out, so you could get professional looking stuff because of the lenses on a camera that you already you know had. And and I know you have a lens on this list, but if you just went out and bought this DSLR, mm-hmm. would it would you be able to do things of decent quality with the default lens that like comes with it? Yes. Uh, and so, so the reason why the, there's a book on my list, and then the book's called Understanding Exposure, because if you go into DSLR territory, not a it, porn it, book. No, not a, not a no, not a porn book. Uh, <laughs> if you if you're going <laughs> too, into DSLR territory, uh, when it comes to recording your videos, and you're not using a handheld camera, you have control over a few things. You have control over the aperture. You have control over the ISO, ISO. You have control over the white balance. You have control over the shutter speed, and you have control over those those things, right? So, why would uh, I ever want to control those things? Okay, so so for you could put it in in automatic. There's multiple modes on cameras. You could put it in automatic mode, mm. and you're gonna get whatever the camera serves up to you, but. If you control the other things in your yourself, you can get really, really awesome shots. So, for example, if you want that blurry background and you want to be clear in the front and you want that blurry background, that's called the bokeh effect. You need to use the manual setting on your camera to do that. Mm-hmm. And 
I recommend that if you're going to go DSLR, always use the manual setting. And I'm going to explain. I can explain a little bit, but basically, that I should probably even be its own episode. All the settings. It, it's its own thing. Yeah. Um, buy the book Understanding Exposure. It's about taking photographs with a with a DSLR type camera, and it's really understanding the relationship between shutter speed, ISO, and aperture, right, or your f-stops. So it's mm. understanding what's called the exposure triangle, and with film or with 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 a camera or doing or doing video, it's a little different. But basically, it's it kind of ends up like this: you have your shutter speed. So whatever you're shooting at frames per second, I shoot at 24 frames per second. You want to double that with your shutter speed, so you probably want to be at like 50 or 60 uh, in your in your shutter speed. Kind of, it's kind of set that way, and it's always usually double. So if you're shooting at 30 frames per second, you want to do 60 shutter speed. If you're shooting at 60 frames per second, you do 120. That's just kind mm. of the rule. Uh, on top of that, you have um, the aperture, which is how like much how much your lens is allowing light in, and the more light that you allow into the camera, the blurrier the background gets. The wider it is, the blurrier the background gets. Um, so. What I usually do is I have, so again, I have a DSLR camera body. So I just bought the body itself on Amazon. It was a thousand bucks. And that's pretty much the base of what you're going to spend oh, wow. for a DSLR. Yeah. No lens. Default um, lens. No lens. Oh, a thousand bucks for a DSLR like chassis. Just a body. Yeah. For, now, for this one that you're, you're recommending. The, yeah, mm. right. And, and now the newer version of the 70D is the 80D. Mm. which has like a it, it, I think it does um 60 frames per second in 1080p oh, whereas wow. mine mine only does 60 frames per second in 720 720 mm. so I bought the camera body and I will say that like this camera body will last me for a very very long time I really only shoot in 24 frames per second the body the body itself kind of like doesn't matter it's more of the glass that you put on it the lens and I bought for my specific purposes the reason I bought the 70D because I also have a 7D which is an older version the reason I upgraded to the 70D was it has a flip out screen oh that was the one thing when I try to do solo videos yeah if I couldn't see if I was in I, I like right. awesome takes would have like my forehead not in frame right so uh, that's the reason. Uh, you could buy a monitor, but I think it was just better. I mean, for me, it was the flip-out screen was better. And I bought a 24-millimeter pancake lens. There are other there's, – there's so many other lenses. They can get very expensive. You could spend t more on the lens than you can do on the camera itself. What is special about a pancake style versus – Well, one, know. it was – Yeah, it's it, – Fish well, one Fish head? Yeah, fish, uh, fish, fish eye lens. Uh, so a, the, the one that I bought is – very close to the camera it's only 24 millimeters it allows me it's fixed so i can't zoom in i can't zoom out can't like change you know millimeters i basically it allows me to get my face as very as close to the camera as possible with still being in frame still mm -hmm. getting the whole shot so that i can see myself on the flip out screen oh that's why i bought that oh yeah it was 250 bucks um, it's a macro lens, so it gets like close-ups. If you, you mean you have to physically get close to an object with it, but it, it can get detailed objects very close up. And it, and it was and it's a good and it's got an automatic uh, autofocus built in, like a motor, which most of them have now. 
so that you don't hear the the autofocus engine you know running yeah i have a i have a uh 50 millimeter fixed lens that doesn't have that motor and it's loud as shit you can mm. just hear it go ant, 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 the whole time it's my super old one i could hear it like yeah, yeah. so when, I, when you did your rap videos did you do that with the pancake lens the rap video uh was done oh, it's so long ago um it was definitely done on it the rap videos have done on multiple cameras mm. mostly dsr sometimes iphone sometimes gopro so depending on what kind of shot I needed, I I chose the camera. Um, but yeah, DSLR, probably a pancake lens, maybe an 18 to 35 millimeter lens. Uh, I, you try, I, I looked, the other thing about the pancake lens is it has a pretty low aperture, a 2.4 F. So uh, the lower the aperture of your lens, the blurrier your background can be. So a lot of people mm-hmm. can get like 1.4, 1.2 is it'll go that low. Um, so like and more bokeh effect or, or an easier bokeh effect. Easier, perhaps. Yeah, it depends on what you're what you're going for. Uh, but again, this is like if you buy the book Understanding Exposure, mm-hmm. it kind of like it's a picture book. It's a big fat picture book. So it's it, it's giving you like actual photographs and explaining what it all does. It's literally I read that book. It's not hard to read. You can kind of like flip through it pretty quickly. And you just kind of get it, hmm. you know, and I feel like I need to you, get that then because I'd gotten one that was it would describe it all. And it, I just I was like drowning in it. Yeah, because it's, it's technical. But if you can see the results of the the settings then it's like, oh, and yes, there's some technical issues of like how mirrors work. But you don't need to know that. You just need to know, oh, lower the f-stop, shallower, shallower depth of field. Mm. Higher the f stop. Oh, it's like it's like if you took a, if you stood in an empty field and there was mountains in the background, right, and you had a very high f stop, you're letting less light into the camera, but it's outdoors, and the mountains behind you will be just as clear as you. If you open up the lens and you and you lower the aperture, then you will be in focus, but the background will be blurry. And that's an effect. It's called it, a bokeh effect. It's like counterintuitive to what I I would think it would be. I guess right. And there's and there's other you know there's other you know part of the triangle is like well if you open up the aperture, right? If you mm. like lower the f stop, then you're letting more light into the camera, which means that it's more sensitive. So you're you're going to need to lower the ISO because the ISO is. I, th- I don't know exactly what it does, but it lets more light in. So if you were so shooting if I did in a dark, it, it would just be like a white. It would just, I would have like nothing in it. Perhaps, to- yeah, depending mm-hmm. on how bright it is. So if you're if you're at, if you're indoors at night, you would probably have to open the aperture up all the way because you want to let the most light in as humanly possible. And then you would probably have to crank up the ISO to increase that light, which makes your uh, it, it's like it's like a th- I think it's like dots. It's specific dots. I, again, I'm I'm kind of talking out of um, out of expertise here, but not to brag or anything. No, yeah, not to <laughs> brag, but I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, so you can, you can crank up, <laughs> if you crank up the ISO, it basically makes the the, the film brighter, but grainier. Mm. So a lot of darker images might feel grainier because of that per- because of that reason. Oh, okay. And um, I believe. Like camera bodies that can handle that will make it less grainy. I'm, you know, I, I, again, you can spend a lot of money on camera bodies. You can spend a lot of money on lenses. I really just have the one lens and the one body. 
And I have other bodies, but I don't use them. And it's versatile, and so... It's, 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 it does what I need it to do. Mm. Um, other than that, the fucking iPhone is killer, dude. Like, I do a lot of on iPhone. My, my, I used to shoot, uh, I used to shoot video on my Apple Air. Really? Yep. With, with the... With the camera built into the laptop. Oh, my laptop. God. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, and... Uh, to me, it the camera honestly doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, that's just again, that's just what I use. So as long if there as was the ca- a cheaper DSLR, you you would say to even to start that'd be yeah. Mm. It's yeah. just more about a DSLR so that you could upgrade the lens. Yep, mm. and you can get you can make great like great looking videos with a DSLR. Because I'll tell you, I think it was Adorama or or B and H one of the two. They yeah. sell a refurbished cameras and i wasn't yeah. sure that i would even commit to any this stuff and i got like what i guess was a decent one years ago yeah. for like 200 something dollars you know because it was like used before by someone else but it's still like uh, under warranty of mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'll tell you what it is i used to have a dslr uh, before mm-hmm. and it is incredibly frustrating if you don't know how to use it I've like never taken. I mean, taken it off of auto and only messed things up. Like, yeah. If you don't understand exposure, you will be. Inc- I was incredibly frustrated, and it, and and now I can take a picture in manual mode with confidence. You obviously have to like, learn your camera, and so like if you, bottom if, line, like if you aspire yep. to get the the camera that you have, the Canon, you should yeah. almost. It would behoove you to start with a lesser, cheaper Canon, so you at least learn the interface, the buttons, how they do it. To yeah, I mean, I think just doing it with your iPhone. If you don't feel like learning, if you don't want to mess with all the exposure stuff or like the exposure triangle stuff, then yeah, just use your iPhone, man. Whatever. Mm. But if you want to make good-looking videos, by understanding exposure, learn how to use the DSLR. You know, that's it. The other thing about lenses too is you can rent them. There's a there's a ton of uh, oh. I think you can rent them from a local camera store. You can rent them online, and you can test out different lenses because they're expensive. Like some lenses are multi thousands of dollars, some of them are two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, but they're expensive, and a good piece of glass is gonna cost you. So if you're like, oh, I don't know what lens I want, rent a couple, try them out for what you're doing, and then if you like them, keep them and use them for that project, or go out and buy it if you're gonna need it forever. So, you have been filming videos yeah. in the uh-huh. room that you're recording in, yes. and I can literally see all the things, except for your camera, because your head is blocking the camera. Oh. Well, okay, fine, so I can see the camera now. But I guess the qu- yeah. what I was going to ask is, like, what are those other things, and, and why should I care? Okay, so on top of the camera, this is something new that I bought. It's the Video Mic Pro Plus. Looks like it a raccoon. A- it looks like well, yes, it does, because uh, it has a dead cat on it, <laughs> and basically it's a uh, it's a shotgun microphone attached to the camera that has a shock mount on it, so you don't hear it. It plugs directly into the camera, and the dead cat that hangs over it is so that if it's windy out, which is obviously not windy in my in my in my room, but it, but when if the I, AC is on, well, perhaps yeah, <laughs> but if I, it's really for when you go outside because I plan on doing oh, okay. some outside shots with it. Uh, it it'll it won't go like. <laughs> I can't do that with the mic, but like, no, that, that, that like loud, that loud booming sound in your ears. Yeah, sorry about that. So, uh, you would you it minimizes that almost completely gets rid of it. And what? Which, 
shotgun versus shotgun mic. I mean, like, what is that? So Why? the shotgun mic allows you to point, like, you can point the mic directly at your mouth, but you can be far away and it'll pick up your mouth. So if the camera's pointed at you, it's picking yep. up you, but it's not picking up your annoying friend standing next to you. Or not as much. It'll pick them up much less. Right. Because it's it's a directional mic right pointed at your mouth or pointed at your face. So I use a shotgun mic for that. Um, you can also – and I bought that mic. It's I don't remember how much. A couple hundred, maybe $300 for that mm-hmm. mic. And it plugs into the camera. And when you flick it, it's, it's battery powered, but it's rechargeable. And when you put turn the camera on, it automatically comes on. So you're never oh, without cool. – audio and it's not external audio it's audio that's baked into the camera so when you take out the memory card and stick it in your computer you got one file to work with and, and it's its own is, track obviously and, it, or and it's its own track and it's very good that's good the audio is very good it's a good investment um you know if you shoot in a, in a room that has like it's echoey it's gonna pick up the echo but if you i mean i in this room i put a, a bunch of like foam things so to block the, the noise mm. um but as far as audio gear i think the most important thing when it comes to video is I don't give a shit what camera you're using to capture your face. You're probably using something decent that's c- collecting 1080p. Mm-hmm. Use your iPhone. If you use your laptop camera, it doesn't matter. I think the audio matters more. And I've, I've done talks about this. I think uh, I've invested in – I have a shotgun mic, like a standalone Audio-Technica shotgun mic. Rode makes a good one too. And – then you plug that with an XLR cable into an external recorder. Like a, I use a DR40 from Tascam. It's just like a digital re- field recorder. Mm-hmm. And I used to use that and then I have to marry those two files up in the computer. But then I bought this shotgun mic so I don't have to set it up Just saves you a ton of time because otherwise yep, you have to do here. like that clap thing so you could sync the, the video to the... Yeah, if, depending on what you're using it. If you use uh, Adobe Premiere for your editing, they have a feature that will automatically sync it. As long as you record audio on the camera, too, that'll be, like, shitty audio, but, like, mm. they call it reference audio, um, then it'll marry it up pretty well. The other thing you can do is, so there's shotgun mics, and then you can use lapel mics. So they're the ones that attach to you, right? Like, you can yeah. attach it to your shirt or whatever. Uh, I use one. You can use, like, wireless. I used to have a wireless one. So I used to have one... Um, I used to have an old camcorder, a Canon camcorder that I did most of my most swim you videos that you watch, the older ones, are shot on an X X10A, I believe it was called. It's a uh, professional grade camcorder that was two thousand dollars when I bought it. Whoa. Fixed lens, the whole thing, flip out screen though, and it had two XLR cables built into it and i used to and i bought a wireless mic setup so i had this the wireless like receiver like mounted on top of the camera and then i wore like a battery pack and the and the wireless um, lapel mic so you were like robocop with like all this stuff <laughs> yeah it, it kind of sucks yeah and and you, and you know but i was filming outside by the pool by myself so i would be able to walk around the pool and still be able to talk into the mic mm. um Really good if you're like mobile, if you're doing with some mobile stuff, uh, and you know your the camera's not following you for whatever reason, or you t- or you turn away from the camera a lot. You know, mm. if you turn away from the from the camera to do something, then your camera's not going to pick you up that well. Uh, do you mean the, or Rode, the audio? The lapel mic will at least get the exactly. It'll get. It'll always pick up you as long as you wear it. Like if you're doing something in a pool filter, like yeah. in it. But you're talking, at least it'll sound like you're still good. There, yeah, exactly. Um, I also have a lapel mic called the 
Rode Smart Lav Plus, mm. and that is like seventy or eighty bucks. And you plug it into your iPhone, and it'll record a separate audio track. Oh shit! So I highly recommend that if you're going to do a lapel mic, just just do that. Everyone has a phone, and the quality not, is good. And yeah, quality's decent. Eh, it's decent. I mean, a lapel mic's never going to be as good as a shotgun mic, but it'll be decent. Mm. They make good ones out there. Um, but I mean, you're just going to pay a lot of money for them, and I don't know if it's worth and it. And so a lapel mic is like seventy dollars. Yeah, seventy, eighty bucks for the mm. for the road. Good guess. And then you can plug it into your phone to record it, or you can buy. My buddy has this little Sony, you know, like those little recorders that you like a like, talk man. note to self, talk boy, yeah, or whatever. whatever yeah, like a called. talk, yeah, like a talk boy, like a note Home to self alone. type of thing. Yeah, uh, you can plug, you can get an adapter and plug it into that. Oh. And that way you have way more recording time. It's not your phone. And your then you could have like it on it. tape cassette, which is... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, which is so digital. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but so I, I, I think audio, spend more time on audio than video, honestly, mm. for, for video. Because bad audio is an unwatchable video. Yeah. That's it. Bad uh, videos. And a lot of videos that are on YouTube and stuff, the, the visual is almost a distraction, and the content is all coming in through audio. Exactly. Um, so other than that, I, uh, lighting is incredibly important and the easiest way to get lighting is just to do your videos by a window, Hmm. right? Or be outside. If you want to, if you want great lighting, film outside (laughs) and end of discussion. Uh, if you want to, if you have to film inside, do it near a window. If you can't do it near a window, then, I have a softbox. I have two softboxes. 60 to 80 bucks on Amazon, cheap. That's the it. type doesn't matter. It's just you just I don't go think so. no. search softbox. Soft white light. Mm. Now, the only the other thing with your if you're using a DSLR, um the, like this white light that I have back here, it's a big giant bulb in this like collapsible piece, right? That has a white thing that goes over it. It just it creates a very like Bright, soft, white light. Can I add something that I think is valuable? Yeah. So I read an article that Thomas wrote a while ago, and Uh he said get LED bulbs and not incandescent bulbs because the other ones make you sweat. So LED ones, if you have to be behind lighting for a while. He's right. They're just more expensive. Yeah. So, yes. I I would love to have LEDs. Uh, I don't have them. Mm -hmm. I have have one of those swirly bulbs. A big ass swirly bulb. Oh right. Really? And yeah. And it does it does heat up. It's not too bad, but yeah. I mean I didn't spend a lot of money on these and they still work. They get the job done. Well we gotta get this course out so you can afford the LED bulbs. I know. I don't need them. They're, this works. Until yeah. the, if this bulb blows blows out, I'll bu- I'll upgrade. But until that happens, it's it, fine. It's fine. So um if you're gonna use indoor lighting or even outdoor lighting uh, I like when I bought this box, this is again, all in understanding exposure, but you're going to need to set the white balance in your camera. Now, when you're outside, it's daylight. So you can set it to daylight and you should be fine. You know, fluorescent bulbs are daylight. So it's color temperature. Mm. They're either very blue or very orange or cool and very warm. And so these lights are set at 5,500 Kelvin, which is the scale of which, uh, light is either cold or warm and 5500 Kelvin is very cool and so I set my camera to be uh, a little bit warmer 
or sorry, it's not cool. Wait, hold on. Cool is is lower. So like, um, I set my camera to be right. Is that the? Oh, now I don't remember. Uh, anyway, I set my camera to be slightly warmer. <laughs> don't look at me. The, I don't know. Yeah, I set my camera to, to to be slightly warmer than what the light is shining, so that my my final product is like just it's not doesn't look too blue. Like right? it mm. looks like a little bit. That like warmer. makes you look younger. Yeah, it makes me look younger. That's what I was going for. Um, so lighting is important for sure. You don't want a dark like underlit video. Mm. But th- there's really easy again. Go outside. Now, if you go outside, like I did my pool videos outside. Never worried about lighting. You know, when I started doing videos in this office, then you know I had to invest in lights because mm. my I wasn't near a window. Now I'm near a window, so like I use. I use the window plus just one light because I don't need that much coming in. I just need like because the the window's only on one side, so one side is my face is lit up, the other side's slightly darker, so I just add the other light to fill in the rest of my face. Um, but lighting is important for that. Uh, I also use a tripod because I'm only one person and I like steady film. Uh, I have a very expensive tripod, but I'll be honest that you probably don't need an expensive tripod. What is I, the name I, of this expensive tripod? It is a Manfrotto. Did you just make spent, that up? <laughs> no, it's, that's the name of the. That's the name of it. I think I spent three hundred dollars on it. No lie. Oh wow! Unnecessary mm. for what I do. But you couldn't afford LED lights. But I can't afford <laughs> LED lights. No, no. Uh, Priorities. Yeah, I. You can get a tripod at like Best Buy for. 15 bucks mm. you know um i got this tripod this uh joby um gorilla pod you know thing um if you put it if you have a desk or something you can set it up by you could wrap it around something i don't remember how much this was like 150 or something shit like that i don't it's know it's got like robot arms so each yeah it's pretty sweet uh, i haven't used it great purchase matt and yes, sell it and get some afford... led bulbs dude yeah i know fuck you uh, ah uh, okay, so um, I only have two more things that I think are important. Unless you have any questions. Um, so how many tripods do you have? I have two. Why? Because I upgraded it. <laughs> and and I think uh, we were filming. I think I was filming uh, my my uh, coffee course, and I wanted to be able to set up set up two cameras. And I think I might have bought it for that. Or I, oh, I remember I was I was about to leave the house to go film to go up to uh, we were we filmed it in Breckenridge, and I could not find my tripod. Just could not find my tripod that I had bought from um, Best Buy. And so I went to the camera store down the street, and I was like, you know what? Let me just invest in a good tripod, and you know. I was with Tom, I think I was with Thomas, so he's like, "Oh, you should try that man for a tripod pusher." Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think it was. No, I don't think he did that. But I, I definitely talked to him about it before. I believe he uses a Manfrotto as well. But um, if he doesn't, he'll listen and say, "Why oh, can't I say anything in my car?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I, again, I invested in that. Not really a big deal. But then, I have to lighting box thing has a tripod as well. It came with that. Yeah, it comes with that. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Can't mount a camera to it, but mm. yeah. I and, the, and the, the the lighting kit that I got has two two of those. I just only have the one set up. Oh, okay. Because I have the window, 
So I have that. that this is, the window is my other softbox, and then that's my other one. So I don't know if this is true, but I had heard that DSLRs can only record like thirty minutes of video. Uh, yeah, some of them can. Yeah, and it, well, well, they shut off, and then you just you have to hit record again. Mine, I think, goes longer than that. Oh, okay, so and those aren't memory card issues. They're like just uh, it's it's, it's a it's a safety mechanism so the camera doesn't overheat. Oh, yeah. But I don't have that problem with, oh, okay. with with this camera for whatever reason. But I know people have that problem. I had it when my 7D had that problem. And I was usually holding it so because I used to go out and shoot other things. And then I would just like, yeah, basically turn it right back on. It's mm-hmm. a pain in the ass. That, that does suck. That is that is definitely a, a drawback to a DSLR. As opposed to my, you know, the camera, the camcorder that I bought a while back that had endless recording time or until the memory card ran out and as speaking of memory cards like i just bought a big ass memory card i think that's it's not worth being out shooting and then like not having enough memory because you forgot to like format your card or you forgot to empty your card or you know you just had so much footage you needed to get and you didn't have enough room on the card so i have one 128 gigabyte SD card. Oh, wow. Which is plenty for me. How uh, much like video is that? Is that like hours? Yeah, it's a lot. It's probably, I don't know exactly how many hours, but it's a, it's a lot. I've, I've yet to fill it up. It's enough ever. that you don't have to fiddle with it. You could literally get all the recording done you want to do for the day, go Pretty to sleep, much. and then dump it off later. Uh, yeah, I've actually gotten even more than that. Mm-hmm. I've gotten like multiple days worth of shooting B-roll. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, a lot of uh, camera, a lot of guys have multiple, like, you have multiple cards mm-hmm. because, you know, you never know. Card could go bad, whatever the case. Like, my buddy does um, wedding shoots. He has multiple cards. I don't need multiple cards. I'm just one guy in a bedroom or in an office doing video stuff. And if I go out, if I'm, like, shooting, like, homebrewing stuff, you know, I'm, I'm still at my house, so... But if you're planning on going out and it's crucial that you need, you know, to cap to capture what you need to capture, I would definitely bring another memory card. I would have a backup, if not more. Um, and then, for the same exact reason, I would also have extra batteries. I do have two batteries. Because and like that's a necessity. Like you want. I think up it's using. A, I absolutely think you. If you're going to use a DSLR, you're going to even even if you're shooting yourself. I guess you if you're need, leaving the house, especially. If you're leaving the house, yes. If you're just shooting yourself, like I've been recording this 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 pool care course, and you know I probably get five videos, six videos done, and I got to change the battery already. Oh wow! You know, so and you can't just have it like plugged in. Uh, Am I changing your life right now? <laughs> I don't. I think you might be able to. I knew my camcorder used. To, I've never thought of that. <laughs> so, hold on. Let me No, I don't think you can. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so you, so I have one battery plugged in there that's charging, and then I switch it out, and then put that, you know, just replace it in the charger. So, not too bad. Is there anything that you think I missed gear wise? Mm. Because it's really just like video, audio, like backups, memory cards. Um, just to go over it real quick, like understanding exposure, the book. If you're going to use a DSLR, um, I just got a DSLR camera body with a flip-out screen that does 1080p. 
Uh, if you the, the the camera that I will ultimately buy at some point is a is a DSLR camera that does 120 or more frames per second, so that I can do super slow mo. Okay, so higher frames allows you to do slow mo. Uh, buttery smooth slow mo, and I'm saying buttery smooth because that's one of the resources I want to give out. Buttery. What do you mean resources? <laughs> There's a guy named Peter McKinnon who I get a lot of advice from for mm. on YouTube, and he says buttery smooth. <laughs> okay, so because it's you said it's 120 frames per second. Yeah. What does a human eye see? How many frames? Oh, I have not. I've well, not I guess like I'm trying to understand like what you could reduce it down to in slow mo to like. Oh, so I bet you the human eye sees a lot of frames per second, but I think 24 is. It, I don't. I don't know, dude. I don't know the answer to All that. Right. To be honest with you, like I, I know, like your phone, like your your new iPhone, I think shoots in 240 frames per second. Oh wow. Oh okay. Yeah, which which can give you like crazy. Like if you ever watch, and I don't know what the frame rate is, but if you watch like you know snowboarding or like any sports where like s- things are like in super slow mo, mm. they they have to shoot in a lot of. Fr- they have to get a lot of frames. So that they can slow it down and it still looks like perfectly smooth. If you shot in twenty four frames, it would be like jerky or jumpy. It would be jerky, yeah, mm. exactly. So um, I do so have eventually. an idea of something that you missed, mm-hmm. and maybe it's an easy question. I think I know. So you get all this video, yeah. and you had told me literally this morning that the little uh, this least amount of time is recording the video. Yeah, what do you use to edit it? I. When I uh, I right now I use Premiere Pro, so Adobe or Adobe Premiere, yeah, I guess Adobe Premiere in general. And you do the audio in there as well, and yep, yeah. Um, I used to be on Final Cut, which is made by Apple only for Apple. Mm-hmm. You, um, and I switched because I was paying for Adobe Creative Suite because I use Illustrator, Photoshop, um. I used After Effects and other things, and I was like, "Well, I'm already paying fifty dollars a month for like those." Oh, was it? I was using Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, and Lightroom, mm. and so I was like, "And I was," on, and then I had Final Cut, and then I was hanging out with uh, Caleb and Thomas, and they were like, they were both on Premiere, and I was like, "Well, I guess I pay for it. Like, I'm already paying into this thing, and I also have to pay extra for Final Cut." I'm also just it's just, it's I might as well learn it. Right. Like why not? Like maybe I might like it better. And so I it took me the learning curve wasn't that steep because like I already understood editing video editing like in general. Concepts and yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, and I realized, oh, I actually like this way better. The file structure was better. Um it's a little it was already in Adobe, like I already understood Adobe like products. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty easy switch over for me and I'm and I'm like and now it works seamlessly with After Effects, which I use a lot for doing animations and stuff. So, yeah, that's what I use um, because I pay 50 bucks a month for it. Otherwise, I think Final Cut's great. I, I, I like Final Cut personally, but I'm not, I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to pay <laughs> extra for something I already have. So. And if someone wants to get this entire list of all the things and just like <laughs> buy it already... They they should not go to moneylab.co. They should just email me, Matt at moneylab.co. Okay. I, I I yeah, it's not I'm not I there might be an article at some point in life, but and it's gonna change. It's, that's the thing, like you watch uh You don't so want to maintain I, this as a yeah. Yeah, so like I you know, I 
I watch Peter McKinnon on on YouTube. I think his tutorials are the best. I, I think at times I can get a little bit like he is a personality. A lot of his stuff is vlogging, which I'm not a big fan of, but he does have a lot of really good tutorials. They're well produced. I like his style. And so if he recommends a lens or a camera or lighting or any gear, I pretty much like I pretty much take that as like, okay, this is pretty good. Mm. Right. Um, MKHDB, I believe I say, I'm saying that right. Like, if there's anything tech related, and he talks a lot about cameras as well, um, I will take his advice to heart. So those two guys on YouTube, uh, I've just been like, okay, like if they, I, I pretty much go to them if I'm like, you know what, I want to start doing slow mo videos. What should I get? I'll go and like search through their videos and like find out what they recommend in their latest videos. Mm. Um, but again, I, I say like camera gear. It's not really like it, it, the thing is is like I for a long time I was filming on my on my air like I was filming with what I had and getting I you know and I actually got audio when I was doing those videos I got audio with a uh, Audio Technica twenty one uh, ATR twenty one hundred mm. which is the um, the USB mic that I you know we all use for podcasting and stuff back in the day so seventy eighty bucks on Amazon. You can use it as a shotgun oh, mic. It's a pretty bad shotgun bad mic, but all. it worked. Yeah, it's cheap. Um, they make, they make. Uh, I think uh, Rode, R O D E, makes a camera, or sorry, makes a a like shotgun mic for your iPhone. Hmm. So you can like attach it to the bottom of the iPhone, or it'll pick up the audio like a shotgun mic. That's awesome. Yeah, so you can get a lot done with a like with this. So. Anyway. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So that's that's the video gear that I use. I mean, again, I'm not I, – I think I prefaced it at the beginning of this episode. Like, I'm not an, a video gear head. I'm not an expert in just general video stuff. All I know is that I, I studied just enough to be dangerous and to make my videos look good. I understand the concepts. I know look, what I – if anyone I, watches your rap videos, I, I don't know, like, what – not like they're the best rap videos ever, but like they're damn good, and I yeah. don't know like what better is or what that would really do for you, you know. Yeah, Obviously a lot you of could film and movie quality, whatever. But you know. yeah, a lot of what I do is is done in editing. It's you know I'm building the I'm building the storyline in editing. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to capture what I can capture, and. Yeah, I, I like the bokeh effect. I think I you I once I understood you know once I read that book, Understanding Exposure, and I understood that I was like, okay, now I know what I'm doing. Now I can take good Instagram photos with my DSLR too. So <laughs> you know, like I you once you understand it, dude. I like I can't even say that that's the biggest. That was the anybody who asked me how they can make their videos better. I'm like, understand exposure. Like learn this, and then it kind of doesn't matter. At that point, you know, mm. like every DSLR is pretty much the same, mirrorless or not. Um, I mean, yeah, this is like you can get incrementally better, but if you're shooting dumb shit, then I mean, your videos are not going to get any more watched. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's uh, that's everything I got. That's hot. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thanks. I want to thank Mac Ends for my middle name this episode han shot first via email if you're a star wars nerd you know what that means 
If you're what not, is, I, I like Star Wars. What is Han shot? Han shot first. Oh, Han shot first. Yeah. All right. Do you know what that is? No, I mean, it, he, I guess he shot his blaster first. Right. So in the original, <laughs> Jesus. So, all right, I'll explain it. Um, as far as I know, so like there's a meeting in uh, the cantina with Han and Greedo. Uh, yes, right? I, I know what you're talking about now. And yeah. in the original 70s version, Han shoots under the table at Greedo before Greedo shoots. Right, and into I'm, his I think I'm saying it right, Greedo, yeah. Or I guess his chest. But then it when, when, uh, when George Lucas did the updated versions in the 90s, he made it so that Greedo shot first, so that Han didn't look like the bad guy. Oh, that's yeah. no, that's not cool. It's exactly not cool. It's, it ruins his yeah. character. It changes his character completely. Yeah. Yeah. Because he is a bad guy. Yeah. But he's a good bad guy. Yeah. A bad so good guy. So Han Maybe shot first a... is like, yeah, it's a, it is a, it's a thing in Star Wars culture and lore. So. Uh, thank you, Mac, for that. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on the show, or you want a list of the things that I use to shoot video, email me, matt at moneylab.co. Uh, depending on when you email me, that those that list can change, I think. Because, who knows? I might upgrade to a Canon, like, $6,000 camera <laughs> body that shoots in, uh, like, 240 frames per second when they come out with that. Who knows? I might upgrade my lens to something badassier. Badasser? Yeah. Badasser. Sorry, Badassier. I'm literally researching what uh, your podcast host is on so I could call you out on what you're missing on your list. All right. Sorry. Okay. Wait, what? Nope, nothing. Nothing. I was just... All right. Uh, when you email me, give me a middle name. Thank you. Where can you subscribe to Money Lab? The website? No, the podcast. Money Lab dot co slash podcast i mean like what where can you find it though like in oh. itunes yeah you can find it in apple Podcasts, overcast pocket cast player fm iHeartRadio, spotify or wherever you normally listen to podcasts what about castro uh probably on castro it's probably on castro but i'm not playing that <laughs> okay fine. if you do subscribe please leave a review that would be awesome getting some really kick-ass reviews recently and i'm very uh grateful for those reviews very nice if you really like this show just tell your friends about it that's the best that's the biggest form of promotion possible point them to your favorite episodes and hopefully they'll become a subscriber and then that's it so i hope i covered everything gear wise i mean that's the gear that i use i mean that's kind of what i was uh aiming to do with this this episode, I, again, I, I, I want to, like, I didn't want it to, I'm not a gearhead. I'm not a nerd. Mm. So, um, this is what you need to make awesome stuff. Like yeah. full stop. Yeah. Like top quality, better than most video content for sure. So that's it. Thanks for listening. But bye bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show.